Finally, it is the Chunk Podcast. We are back after an extended Super Bowl hangover. Uh, I think that was the last time we had graced the world with our voices. But we are back to get into a topic that I know Vince has been eager to jump into. And we've kind of ignored, quite frankly, the entirety of the season. (laughs) NBA basketball apparently is still a thing. And it's going on hot and heavy right now. We've got Vince, we've got Reggie, we've got Nikki, and myself, Justin. Glad to have you boys on because there's a couple things that we've missed. Actually, we've missed quite a few. We've missed a considerable portion of the season, the all-star break, a lot of trade deadline stuff. But here we are right now in the midst of a Lakers collapse, a potential Celtics debacle, whatever's going on there, and some very odd standings in number one teams that have been going back and forth this season in the league. Right out the gate, we can might as well just jump right into it because it's hot right now. And honestly, it's the title of the podcast because it is so hot right now. And we're looking for those clickbaity headlines. The Lakers, are they butt cheeks or, or what's going on with it? What's going on with the Lakers? I know as, as a Lakers fan, Vince is here to defend as much as possible. But I, there's, I'm sure there's some, some, some words coming for them. Reggie, what okay. are you feeling about the Lakers right now? The Lakers, it's LeBron's fault. He messed everything. <laughs> he got Lonzo and LeVar Ball and Brainerd Negram and Kuzma upset that he's going to trade everybody, and then they didn't get traded, and now that kind of brought everyone's emotions down. Okay. And he got hurt. He's supposed to be Iron Man. So those two things cost the Lakers the whole season. Okay. All right. That's okay. That's <laughs> that's all part of this. That's, he's always part of it. Okay. It's pretty. That's a pretty harsh take. I'll be honest. It's pretty surface level. I don't necessarily blame LeBron for a getting. You can't blame a guy for getting hurt, and b yes, you can. can't blame him because I, I don't. He this year in his first year, he didn't exactly make this team like he's traditionally done in the past. This is yes, Magic Johnson. This is Magic Johnson's yeah. fault. Yeah, but he, he. Yeah, but I guarantee you, they asked LeBron about every single one of those moves, and he signed off on it. That's because there was no Beasley one else. And- there was no one else left in the free agent pool. Yeah, but those dudes, even if there wasn't, those dudes don't even play well together. Like, you don't get Rondo, Lance Stevenson, Beasley, and JaVale <laughs> McGee and act like that's going to be a championship or even a decent team. Okay, so what, just to clear it up right now, for people who may not know or understand what's going on, A, thank you for listening to this. You're a brave, brave soldier. Wow, <laughs> the NBA basketball is fun. B, the Lakers are sitting currently at 11th in the Western Conference and just so you know, the top eight teams make the playoffs. They are six games back. No, what is this? Yeah, six games back from the playoff spot with maybe 15 games left, roughly, give or take. It's not looking good. They have like less than a 1% chance of making the playoffs. Uh, it's not unfamiliar for Lakers fans in recent years to miss the playoffs because let's be honest, they've been pretty trash these last few years. But they did sign LeBron James this year, which was all but guaranteeing a playoff spot. I don't know what's going That's, on. He, he, again, he's he's one man. You can't have one man to take a trash team to the playoffs. Well, like, he's done it before in Cleveland. That's kind of his thing. In the finals. All right, the, the, the difference between all the other teams, he's always had a role player, someone who could like spot up and shoot. He doesn't have any role players on the, on the Lakers as, as of right now. He's got to do it all, and he can't do it all. Okay. I would say this Lakers team is better than the Cavs team we took to the finals versus the Spurs, like his first finals trip. Who else did he have on that team? Right now, who on the Lakers right now is better than Kevin Love? No, okay, wait a minute. No, you're thinking of team. He's talking about Zadronis' team. El Galskis, oh, you better put some respect on that, that man's and name. Larry Hughes and Delonte West were your best players. They peak Drew Gooden too, bro. Don't forget about him. Yeah, that team was way worse than this Lakers team. I I wouldn't say. I don't know. 
talented. Ta- listen, talent wise, talent wise, yes, I would say that it is, that that those teams have been worse. But I will say, as a team around LeBron, it it made more sense than what they have now with the Lakers. I think that Cavs team makes more sense, and it, it makes sense that they made it that far. It, I don't know. It, it it's more shocking to me that this team missed the playoffs than than that 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 Cavs team made the finals. To be completely honest. Yeah, not just made the playoffs, but made the finals. This team can't even make the playoffs. Yeah, but looking looking at the grand picture of everything, though, you have to look at it as there is way more talented players in the NBA right now than in that era. And he was also playing in the Eastern Conference over there. So he's in the toughest conference, and come on. Yeah, but, I mean, you at least think LeBron's going to bring his team. I mean, they weren't expected to win the finals, but eighth seed at least. What do you what do you say when he got traded to the Lakers though? Or well, he didn't get traded when yeah. he signed with the Lakers. He said it was going to be a rebuilding process and that he was in for it. Yeah, and honestly, whenever this team got assembled and he went there, I I had no there and I didn't expect them. I, I didn't expect them to miss the playoffs. I but I did not expect them to compete. It was almost and it's weird for somebody who is in the talks to be the greatest of all time basketball player to just completely punt an entire season of his well, the, I guess the back end of his prime. Why would you just give up an entire season, though, for That's this? What I'm I don't know. It, well, it's at this, it's at weird. At this point, this is going to be the first time, even if he misses the playoff, it's going to be the first time he hasn't played in his, in a full season plus the playoffs plus whatever else in, what, right. over a decade? Let the man rest. He needs so, it at this point. So you're saying is that what he wanted? He wanted to coast this season? No, I don't, I'm, saying, I'm saying it was inevitable. Think about it. They were in the playoffs when he was playing, up, up until he got injured. As soon as he got injured, they lost their playoff spot, and then someone had to fight their way back. By the time he got the ball back, got injured, that, too. So. That, is a, that is a trash team. If as yeah. soon as he goes down, you lose your playoff spot, and you have to fight your way back just to even make it, nah, you're, you're, there's nothing you can do about that. I will say, though, watching some Lakers games here recently, LeBron has been exceptionally lazy. I don't know, and it may, and it, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe he sees the writing on the wall. Obviously, this season is a bust, but it is sad. Just the other night, there's a, there was a highlight going around of Kuzma literally shoving LeBron into his defender, like, "Hey, dude, get a freaking hand up or something." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it, he's kind of checked turning, out. He's turning into that checked out emotional LeBron, where he's like pouting on Instagram and giving up, like he did versus the Celtics when he took off his jersey and. Leaving the court early, it's classic LeBron. Yeah, I don't know. I think this season's kind of obviously it's the season's is over. I'm willing to call it at this point. They're not going to make the playoffs. I do think this off season though, because LeBron is there, it's not like they're going to ship LeBron off, even though he doesn't really have a no trade clause. He's it, the only person on the Lakers that's safe as of now. Yeah. For oh, for sure. So my thing is, this off season is literally going to be a bloodbath. I think. I think Ball, Kuzma, Ingram, everybody is up for grabs. The draft pick, whatever they wind up getting, which will be a lottery pick because they're not going to make the playoffs. Everything's going to be up for grabs, and honestly. For it, what will be a 35-year-old LeBron, I don't know. It's a bad look for the Lakers to mortgage their future for a LeBron, the back-end career of LeBron. Yeah, that's why. That's why I didn't get the whole whole signing to begin with. It's I mean, just like there, there was still hopes for the AD trade to happen, and things could have picked up. But yeah, I mean, that didn't pan out. And I guess I think that was a plan. I think they signed all those veterans to be like, we're gonna 
trade all these young dudes, get a superstar, and make a playoff. Well, coach. that's the thing. Magic was so focused on getting two max players, which he got LeBron, but he thought Paul George was coming. He thought he could get Anthony Davis. He cleared, he let good players go to clear cap space for things that never materialized. Like, I, I don't know. D'Angelo Russell is crushing it right now for the Nets. Uh, Brooke Lopez, who they let they let walk because of cap things, he would have been perfect. He would have been the perfect center. He would have been Kevin Love light, I think, for for um, LeBron in the Lakers because he's a, he spreads out. Obviously, he spreads the uh, defense out to the three point line. And since when does Brooke Lopez freaking wet from three? That's what he's been doing all season, just crushing it for the Bucks. Yeah, I watched him last year. Yeah, last year he hit eight in a row. So, dude is nuts. He would have been perfect for this team. <laughs> a lot better than Javel McGee would have been, but they let him go because of cap purposes. And you had all this cap space that never really was able to be filled because nobody showed up. But this offseason will be different. Obviously, they'll have this, they have some more space. They'll have a lot more flexibility. And I think it's kind of like it's crunch time for Magic right now. Like it's he's gonna yeah. be swinging for everything he can possibly can. Yeah, but what's like the Lakers' plan though? Like, I feel like they don't have a good plan for even next year because let's just say that they trade all those dudes for uh, AD, and then they have no one else on their team, and none of the big free agents have made it clear that they even want to play with LeBron. So it's gonna be LeBron and AD, and then they got to sign a bunch of scrubs again. Well, I think a trade. I think a trade like that, if it was a, a big trade for somebody like AD, it would come after somebody else commits to the Lakers like whether it be like a Clay right. Thompson I don't think a Durant would show up there but I think like a Clay Thompson or somebody of that tier showing up would be like okay now we can swing for the fences and throw all these these young players at another superstar you'll have a big three and then you can start signing little scrubbies or the veteran players like they did this year they signed they signed all the players who would traditionally jump on to like a, a championship run team but it was like the championship yeah. run rejects it was weird I'm just saying, I love I love no, Rondo. Right. I love Rondo. I think Lance Stevenson's fun to watch, even though he's a freaking. It was the it was a knuckle a bunch of knuckleheads signed on with LeBron, and it doesn't. I don't think any of these free agents are going to sign with the Lakers. Okay, that's fair. I I telling you right now that it, it's Magic Johnson's ass. I mean, if he he's he's got to do something drastic. Yeah, and but I, if no one, if no one wants to play with LeBron, no one's going to play with LeBron, no matter what they offer him. I know. You, you know. You know. If he, Lakers start looking like an attractive destination, people will come. Like if, if, if they do land AD, they're gonna be like, all right, this is the team that's gonna make the push. Whoever's running out of their contract, they're gonna be like, all right. I mean, I'm I I could see what's happening with this team. Yeah, but Let's like Bill happens. was saying, he said they gotta sign someone before they get AD. Like it's a lot of ifs. I get that, but I'm saying if they can make something like that, like that's that's what Magic and LeBron at this point are looking forward to is the offseason. That's why LeBron's not playing defense. LeBron's not really he 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 admits it's over, so he's just gonna. At least but see what happens. The thing is about Anthony Davis is they can't they can't bet on Anthony Davis like they did this season. Like they can't go into the offseason saying we'll get Anthony Davis because honestly, the Pelicans don't want to give Anthony Davis to the Lakers. They've made that clear. And and the Celtics, I don't I, I don't I'm a Celtics fan, so this might sound biased, but they do have a better package of players and, and picks than the Lakers would be able to offer in the offseason. I feel like I Anthony know. Davis is probably gonna go to another team, but the Lakers are gonna make a deal with that. Following team to get in to get AD. That's what I think he can, right? No, what? There's like a there's like a moratorium. You have to wait after a player's traded for a certain amount of days to be able to do that. I, I don't know how that works in the, the off season break, though. Right? It's like the All Star break. Well, in the off season, I think I don't think it works that way. Yeah. 
I think if the, if the season had already kicked off, that's when the rule applies, I think. Either way, I mean, it would make more sense to just do a three-team trade. You know what I mean? It, something that benefits the Pelicans more and still somehow the Lakers land AD. I don't know. It, it's obviously a lot of logistics, and I, I don't think that Magic Johnson's capable of pulling it off. Um, I don't know. And it's going to be weird. I mean, LeBron's only getting older, and he got absolutely paid, like the biggest contract he's ever got, to go to L.A., He's going to be making like 40 plus million dollars a season when he's 37, 38. 37, 30, 38 year old LeBron's going to be making 40 plus million dollars. That's a that's crazy cap hit. I don't know. That's LeBron though. I mean, that's because he's LeBron James. It's more than basketball. Obviously, they're selling a, a ridiculous amount of jerseys. The marketability of LeBron in LA is is what the what's the driving force. But as far as making a good team, you kind of handcuff yourself a little bit. Anyway, I mean, we could sit here and rail on these Lakers all, all day long. I know Vince is a big fan, and I think next season things will change. They will be in the playoffs next year. They will be in the playoffs, or Magic Johnson gets fired the moment they're oh, eliminated. Luke's, oh, speaking of that, Luke's done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Luke Walton's done, and I and it's another coach. coach. It doesn't matter. Somebody, It's another coach it's casualty. It's going to be the Brown player coach. Oh, my God. No, I heard you hear that. Doc Rivers might actually try to go there. Yeah, I heard about that Doc thing. Doc's in, in the Clippers. The Clippers are a better team. Why would he leave? Because <laughs> he doesn't want to rebuild. Yeah, well, he doesn't want to rebuild with those with the team he has already. But are they rebuilding though? If they're in the playoffs? No, I agree with you completely. <laughs> it's just they're getting away with having scrubbies, like yeah. you said. Where are they the A spot? Yeah, no seventh now. They just jumped the Spurs. They're they're still winning games because they're not tanking. It's not the end of the season. They're not calling it a season. They're... Who's even on? Who's even on the Clippers? Yes. The, no, I mean, I can't name one player. Who they got? Harrell. They traded Tobias Harris for Saric, and I don't even know. That's sorry. I can think of Saric is out there balling. Because they're going to make a push for Kawhi in the off season, obviously. Yeah, and like, they might even try try to get KD or something, but. Kawhi's definitely know. on the Clippers. I think I think that would be solid, but but he's he's looked good for the for the Raptors too. I don't I don't think he they really right. I don't know. It's gonna be weird. He's such a weird dude, you can't get a read on him, but he looks good with the Raptors. It's actually kind of scary. The Eastern Conference he's, playoffs he's, this year. He's good. Well, he's awesome. He's one of my favorite players. But he I don't know. It's weird. The Eastern Conference playoffs is gonna be the most competitive we've ever seen it when LeBron because he because LeBron left. And LeBron's not even going to be in the playoffs at all. It's it's a weird, it's a weird. It's going to be a weird playoffs for sure this se- this season. It's going to be a weird dynamic, and I, I don't know. I think the league's pretty balanced out right now, just because Kawhi went over there, Demar came over. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just makes more sense. Um, and also, there's tons of injuries in the Eastern Conference, like with Victor Oladipo going out. John Wall got injured on some BS falling down. Yeah. Uh, I saw a post. I saw a post, and I'm gonna play it right here. And this is gonna be. It's not safe for work. So listen, if you're listening, there's a lot of swearing in this. It's the video of Snoop Dogg. I I can't not play this because it, it's absolutely hilarious. But there is some PG-13. I should say rated R swearing in this. He goes pretty hard. But listen to the what. Listen to what Snoop Dogg has to say about his Lakers. It's fucking terrible watching my Lakers play. Somebody gotta go. Fuck the shit. Somebody gotta go. Matter of fact, a lot of niggas got to go. Starting with the coach. Well, <laughs> this shit ain't going to work. This is not the L.A. way. Ship it's all the niggas LA. These sorry motherfuckers ain't going to do shit. <laughs> Nothing. Get LeBron some fucking help. 
Because these goofballs ain't going to do shit. They sorry. Oh, my <laughs> they God. fucking suck. He just went in. I thought that was... I can't... I can't get enough of this video. It's so funny to me. Oh. All right. Anyway, now that we're back to uh, PG-13 language, that it was pretty aggressive, but I couldn't help but laugh when I saw that video. He's not incorrect. He's not lying. You're right. LeBron does need more, and everybody sees it. Every Lakers fan I know, especially Lakers fans, some Lakers fans who didn't even want LeBron in the first place are now like, LeBron ain't Kobe. Kobe's better than LeBron. You know what I mean? They're all doing that right now, even though LeBron's oh, yeah, still a Laker. The Sharks in the water have been waiting for that. Yes, absolutely. Okay, we can stop so with... The, well, we can another stop. thing with LeBron, though, I oh, feel like okay, he, right. needs to, he needs to choose what he wants to be. Like, he can't do it all. He needs to either be, like, a playmaker or he's got to be become the scoring Kobe, whatever. He can't do it all anymore. He's got to disperse the responsibilities throughout his team well with this team he can't exactly be the lebron he would, oh, no. he wants with, to be with this team he can't do anything yeah yeah so anyway next season it, obviously if, if this happens again next year then his i would say his career is pretty much over not career over but like career not career oh. but you know what i'm saying like i mean it's it's if he doesn't make the playoffs again next season i mean how sad is that gonna look that's gonna be a weird way to go out I don't know. It's Man, weird. It's going to hurt his legacy tremendously. Oh, for sure. They'll be they'll be eating that crap up like they already are this season. Um, okay, so we can stop with the Lakers. We can move over to the Celtics because if we were going to record this podcast uh, last night, the night before the uh, Celtics took on the Golden State Warriors, and I was ready to go in with quite a few things. Obviously, the whole Kyrie situation, he is an enigma I don't understand. At the beginning of the season, he came out and said, I would, I'm, I'm, I'd love to be back. If you guys will have me back, I'm coming back next season. I'm ready to re-sign with you guys. A very stupid thing to say that nobody really asked him to say as a Celtics fan, but they were very glad to hear it. And obviously, as this season has progressed, things have gotten very weird. We've lost quite a few, to get, a few games. The Celtics have gone up and down. And whose fault has it been? I don't know. They're not really in sync anymore. But Kyrie Irving is one of the weirdest basketball players and people in general that I've seen in a long time. And he, the way he affects team chemistry, I don't know, he wants to be a leader, but I'm just not seeing him lead. I, I don't think know. he just leads in a different way, to be honest with you. I don't Kawhi, know. I mean, Kawhi. Kyrie is just a different breed, man. Like, he's just very quiet. He's not very vocal with himself. Like, I think everyone's just conflicted. Um, he's not like very vocal. His role is. He's not very vocal with his teammates, but yeah. the damn sure he's vocal when the media is like, "Hey, what's going on?" And he's like, "Man, these little dudes, man, they don't know nothing." I call my boy yeah, LeBron up. Not a superstar. It is. It's weird. It, he got exactly what he wanted when when he forced his way out of Cleveland. Like he got his own team. He, this is. His, I mean, granted, there's a lot of good players. Maybe that's intimidating to him that there's young players who think they're really good and quite frankly are good but this is they they gave the keys to Kyrie said look it this is a team that made it to the you know we're really good we made it to the Eastern Conference Finals without you last year and Hayward just come back in play your game get us back there and for for the a large portion of this season and it's been a up and down ride more so down to be to be honest but I don't know. After that game last night, though, now I'm like I'm singing a different tune. I'm like, man, these these guys about to win a championship this year because they just they just blew out the Golden State Warriors by 30 plus points. And I watched that game last night. I couldn't stop. That's like what we're capable of. But I don't. I doubt we'll keep it up. I doubt we'll keep it up until the playoffs come around. But it it was so weird to watch that game and see the Celtics hitting on all cylinders. I don't know. I don't know what to expect from this team. 
I mean, I wouldn't expect much. Oh, really? At, oof. I'd at, say they. I say they're gonna make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and not win. I don't know who they're gonna lose to, but I don't see them going to the finals. Okay. They're not gonna lose to the Bucks. Yeah, I, see, I can see them, if the 76ers get their crap together, they can beat them. Toronto is nasty. I think. Yeah, yeah. Toronto's really good. I honestly it, it could happen. I don't I'm not afraid of the 76ers. I, I never have been. And I, we are, I think are going to be matched up. It, it's, it looks like we're going to be playing them first round, which is going to be an insane first round matchup to have the Celtics take on the 76ers. I don't think either either of us both either teams really want that to happen in the first round. Right. Um but I think that's going to be a fun series to watch. I'm not afraid of them. I'm I'm more afraid of the Bucks, not even because of Giannis, really. Obviously, Giannis is going to get his. Chris Middleton scares the hell out of me. He straight up murders the Celtics every time they play each other. The dude is, I don't understand. He hits every shot he takes. So I don't know. I'm I'm more afraid of the Bucks, but the Eastern Conference is going to be very fun to watch. I think this year. And you're t- what's up? You're telling me Tatum can't cover him. Oh, I think Middleton? I don't know, him. man. I don't, well, he can cover him, but it seems like the last year or two, Chris Middleton has been the one that's hitting daggers and crushing our souls every single time. Giannis, I feel like we, whether it be Stevens and all these other little long boys that we got on our team, uh, <laughs> we I think we can contain Giannis to the point where like we can work around Giannis. But for some reason, we put so much focus on Giannis that Chris Middleton drops... 25 to 30 points and his hitting absolute daggers in the fourth quarter that are killing us. But I don't know. I'm, I'm afraid of the Bucks. so. That's exactly what's going to happen because Giannis is going to attract all that attention. Middleton and or someone else is probably going to get open. Giannis, all, he, all he's got to do is the classic LeBron. Slash and dish. Yeah. And that, that, that's going to be all script tonight. Oh, okay, that's fair. I Listen, all I'm saying is if every player is, is hitting, like if they're coming out and playing their best game, the, every team in the East, I think that there's not a team in the East that could beat the Celtics if they're all playing at I, their best. I think I think, I think the, the Celtics are going to beat the Celtics. That and that that very well could be the case. They've been doing it to Especially themselves. Kyrie, yeah. and his melodrama, and he's all moody. They have one bad game where Jalen Brown takes too many shots, and he's going to pretend like he's a real leader or call LeBron or say something weird. And then, the, like, I feel like his teammates, a lot of his teammates, don't really respect him as a leader or even like him. At all, it's tough. It's tough to it's tough to get a read on it. We're not in the situation. Obviously, we don't have ties to internal Celtics player relationships. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, it, it is when we see the media. Well, obviously, Kyrie answers every question that's asked, and he answers it in the most weird, cryptic way that can be interpreted every different way possible. And the media is going to run with that, obviously. It's it's insane. He's the he's the worst when it comes to if if you want to just lay low, give the regular answer. Just give a a, a a surface level answer that no one can take out of context. But he always gives them that little tidbit that's like people can write entire articles about, like slam pieces on the Celtics. I don't get it. I don't know. How, he's so susceptible <laughs> to that. But he's he always tries to be so profound with his statements that it's like a detriment to the team. Like it's it never helps. I don't know. I don't get the guy. Anyway, I, I feel like the weirdness with the uh, the weirdness with the Celtics is like, because Kyrie is a scoring point guard. I respect that and I love that about him, but it's not good for the Celtics. Like the whole their record's better without him and whatever. I get that because 
I feel like it's the same argument like when we try to make like our top five starting lineup, whatever, you got to pick each position. I refuse to put a scoring point guard in because he has to distribute. And yeah. the Celtics are a team that have more role players and people that can do things with it other than the point guard. The point guard has to get it to other people, but Kyrie's, I wouldn't say score first, but he's a very good scorer and he's going to do wait, what wait, Kyrie wait. does. Justin, did we just hear Nikki say that he wouldn't put Derrick Rose in this top five? Oh, I, I've not. I never have. I never have. I'm, I've always put Rondo in there. Yeah, that's fair. I, I I have I have actually audio going back to like the old uh, sports complaint box days when he jumped on and he would say he was building a team and he picked Rondo as his point guard. That was like prime Derrick Rose MVP season time, yeah. and he'd still say Rondo. If I'm, if I'm picking- if I'm picking favorites, yeah, Derrick Rose. But if I'm yeah. picking a starting five of all time of, for every position, I would not put a score. Yeah, for would this, you not pick Chris Paul. Chris, I'm just curious. Well, Chris, Chris Paul distributes. I want Rondo. Rondo, I said. I'd take playoff Rondo over almost any point guard. Exactly. I don't know, man. It's he was t- nasty back in the, like 2009, 2008, 2010. Honestly, a prime Rondo on this Celtics team would be. It would be amazing. There's just so many. Oh, they would welcome him back with open arms. Yeah, well, I'm just saying prime Rondo. I don't know about this point in his career, especially being a Laker and killing us that one game when he hit the buzzer beater and and crushed our soul. (laughs) I mean, he's had six triple doubles this year. No, he's really good. He's one of my favorite players of all time. Celtics, for sure. I mean, without him, I I don't know. I mean, we only got one championship out of that team, which is sad, but we should have had more. Um, But anyway. I don't know. The Celtics are going to be weird. I think with a, a pass-first point guard, obviously that that's would be a better option for this team. But him and Rozier aren't exactly looking for other people. I think we play more fluid with Rozier because he knows he's not the starter and he wants to get other people involved um, because yeah. of that, and he wants to show other teams. He's kind of auditioning. But Kyrie is like, I'm gonna. It's my turn to shoot. He's gonna dribble fifty for 15, 20 seconds of the shot clock, and then chuck it at their very end whenever he can get a, an inch of space. I don't think that's that's good for the Celtics team. I don't. I don't. I don't. Obviously, Kyrie doesn't well. care about winning. He wants to be like an MVP, all-time great scorer. Like he's he's got like self-interest. Yeah. He has no care. Like he wants to win, but on his terms. Yeah. I just think it's funny because like. He's always been in good basketball systems, like besides going to the Cavs, obviously. Like he was on Duke, you know what I mean? They made yeah. that freaking run. And then now he's on the Celtics and he's got an amazing coach and he just can't be cohesive with good talent. So it's like, what happens when, I don't want to say it, but when he leaves the Celtics, like, do you yeah. think he's going to go up or down? Oh, dude. I think he's just gonna go down. If yet. he he's if he leaves the Celtics, I I see him doing. Who is ripping ass right now? I heard that. <laughs> Somebody's just <laughs> let's just keep it to yourself. That's fine. Uh, no, if, if Kyrie leaves the Celtics, I see him doing almost like a mellow thing where he just goes to some team, probably the Knicks, and just is like, "This is my team now. I'm gonna do me and just start chucking." And and they'll probably wind up being a playoff team, but they're not. It's just gonna be. It's not going to be a good team. Like a, I don't know. It's just weird. So which team would Kyrie? What, what team would most need a Kyrie? What would he do best at? The Heat. <laughs> Any Probably. Team with like no threat of like a like not even close score. to a threat. You can't even have like a prospect that might potentially take the team over someday. It just doesn't make any sense to me why he. I don't I mean, know. I got. I got some intel saying that he was in Miami during the summer with Kevin Durant working out here. So 
and I was just gonna say, I think those two would do really well together because K- KD doesn't need the ball, but when he gets it, he can do crazy things. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I, someone else that can score but doesn't have to would be a neither good does pride. LeBron. I don't know why he didn't say with LeBron. LeBron at thirty five, probably six, doesn't need the ball. Probably but because in, he didn't. He was sick with KD. Kyrie would be the alpha. In the yeah. other way around, Kyrie doesn't like to not be. Yeah, he won't get any questions and being like, "Is LeBron Kyrie?" Like he's like he wants this manufactured team where he's the alpha instead of being like, "Why don't you just be the fucking best player?" Sorry about the curse word. Oh no! Just be the best player. You don't need to make sure that no one else is even semi good for you to feel comfortable enough. How about how about just focus on winning games? You know what I mean? I don't understand why when we have a team takes the win. yeah, 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 I don't understand. I mean, that's what. When players form their big three, like the Miami, you know, Wade, LeBron, and Bosch, they they knew that they were going to take a hit statistically, but if they could get it together, you'd win games and you'd win championships. I don't understand how Kyrie doesn't – he got that championship and he feels like he was like a major part of it when in reality he hit – he just hit a really good shot. He hit a really big shot on a big stage, and it, once he got that ring, it went straight to his head. I don't know what his. I don't know. It's weird, and I could be totally wrong. I, I could agree. be totally off base about no, this, but I, I think that's. I think that's what happened, and I don't know what his deal is. If he walks, he walks. If he stays, he stays. Whatever. I just want something to happen to move on. So, let me give you guys this hypothetical: If Kyrie <laughs> stays in Cleveland or whatever, like back in the day, and LeBron decides to stay in Miami. Does Kyrie win a ring at all in his no. career? No, dude. Is he a top, he's, is he no, a top that point guard then? Still, maybe. No, no. Cleveland wouldn't go anywhere. No. But he was perfectly happy in Cleveland. Remember, he was like, "Oh, I just signed that long term deal," and then and he then was, he was, he was, he, and then he was mad was, LeBron came. Yeah, he he did get upset that LeBron came back. First championship. He wouldn't. Kyrie would not have been the one to get Cleveland the first championship. LeBron. And he wasn't Kyrie even regarded as a top point guard, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm but I think he would someone in the league right now. He would still be regarded as a top five point guard for sure. No, of course that. But he would never be enough to get Cleveland their only championship. No, no, not yeah, without but, help. But if you think about it, that was never his goal. No, it wasn't. Because he's always wanted to. And right when he was given like the keys to the franchise, which he when he was given it from day one, they were they were butt cheeks. But Mm-hmm. They doubled down and were like, all right, you're our dude. This is you. And then LeBron's like, coming home, baby. <laughs> yeah, right. baby. Here it is. This is my <laughs> place. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think he liked that. I don't think he liked that at all. And he wants that. Like, he wants that somewhere. He never got it. But, I don't get that. That's I, so weird. I don't think he ever wanted to play with LeBron ever. No. I remember when he was a rookie, they they said, like, because he, he got drafted to the Cavs. Like, hey, so are you the next LeBron James? Like, I'm the only Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Like, oh, jeez. He wants, well, I don't blame he wants him for nothing to do with that. Man. I don't blame him for wanting to do that. I, the shadow of LeBron is intimidating to a lot of players. Like, there's reasons why I don't think Durant would ever play with LeBron. I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I don't see that ever being a pairing. Um, just p- certain players don't want to be in that shadow or that aura where it's like, hey, what's it like having LeBron as a father figure? You know what I mean? Those questions are the dumbest thing in the entire world to me. Um, yeah, but people do. I know. That's, what I'm saying. I that's like, why. That's why no one's going to LA. Yeah, I don't know. As much as KD doesn't want to play with LeBron, I feel like they would play well together. Who, KD and LeBron? Yeah, I know. I know they'd be the same as like together. the Kyrie KD thing because he he doesn't need the ball, but when he gets the ball, he he's not a liability. Bro, 
I know that they train together and they do their workouts together, but I, I think they kind of like compete with each other because I, I was actually listening to this interview from KD and he's like, who's the greatest player of all time? And like, he's not going to say LeBron because LeBron's still in the league, but he'll always say Jordan or someone like that. Or like LeBron's not in my top five player. He'll just say like random people. Mm-hmm. It's like, <clears throat> I don't really accredit KD to much. Just because of him saying that James Harden has surpassed Dwayne Wade already, bro, like, <laughs> blasphemy. Yeah, scorer wise, yeah, I, I I think he has, but as an overall player and like like oh, definitely. I'm saying not. legacy. No way, dude. Stuff. No way. But you know, you take I wouldn't take Harden over Wade in the playoffs. I'll tell you that. I say, prime D Wade was like one of the greatest slashers I've ever seen. Yeah, that, but, and he actually played defense, like. Well, he, oh, yeah. he really played defense, so, yeah. And what did he do last year to uh, the Sixers? <laughs> like, he balled out. Yeah, he tried. On his old man knees. He tried, <laughs> yeah. His his farewell tour this season has been has been one of the coolest things. After every game, he's swapping jerseys with people. I, I love that so much. I also think yeah. it's really weird how the NBA, even though Dirk has been very vocal about not saying this, that he's not sure what he's going to do in the offseason – they're like they're like sending him off, man. They're playing his music every game. They're like, oh man, what a legend. See you later. Can't wait. Like they're just writing him already out. You know what I mean? He Wade is like, this is my farewell tour. Dirk's like, I'm just playing, you know, weighing my options, but everybody's already kind of like giving him the the standing ovations and like, we're gonna miss you. They're kind of just shoving him out of the league. He can barely walking walk up and down the court. Bro, he looks walking like- looks so painful. <laughs> Yeah, he looks like he's played like four men's league games. And yeah, like, oh he, he is. He's, yeah, he's moving around like a praying mantis out there. It's very weird, but he's still getting buckets though. Every once in a while, when that when that he happens, went over <laughs> <nine>. <laughs> he gets he's still getting a bucket a game at least. You know, he'll get a bucket or two. Just let the man shoot it, okay? Jeez. Meanwhile, did you guys see that uh, video of Vince Carter when he almost baptized someone? Oh. Like he, did a layup instead. Yeah, he wasn't really going to dunk that, but it did look really cool. Uh, he just dropped like 20-plus the other night. It was like the first time, or the, he was the oldest player to drop over 20 points, I think, and he broke his old record of like, it, it was not, he's like 42-something now, and he was he did it at like 40 or 41. Pretty if he cool. wins a ring or at all like in his career, do you guys think that he'd be like one of the greatest of all time just because of how long he's played and everything? I think he is hall. Of, he's a hall of famer, for sure. Yeah, I I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't put him in the the greatest of all time category. I mean, no, he he was an amazing scorer back in the day on the Nets. But yeah, greatest dunker of all time. Oh my god! <laughs> I'll give him that. That don't mean anything. Dwight Howard was too. Oh man, Dwight Howard, get the hell out of here! He's also <laughs> the greatest bottom. dunker. He just won a contest. That's fair. You won back to back, no? Them shoulders though. No, no, Nate Robinson won back to back. Yeah. Remember Jail Green? No, I'm kidding. Uh, all right, we're done talking about the Celtics. We're done talking. What? Oh my God! All right, we're done talking about the Lakers. We're done talking about the Celtics. Um, anything else this season that we want to get to before? Obviously, when when it comes playoff time, we're gonna do our brackets. We're gonna do a playoff preview. Um, but I think right now the juiciest first round matchup is gonna be the uh, the Celtics 76ers if that's what it winds up being. Um, right. that's going to be pretty awesome. And then the West, the West is the West. The Clippers are Clippers and Spurs, um, are, are hanging on to the seventh and eighth seed right now. I would love to see the Kings make the playoffs. I think they're really fun to watch. Um, but I think next season's probably going to be the year that they make a big jump. 
Other than that, I mean, I can't believe the Timberwolves still aren't going to make the playoffs. They're, how how do you have that much talent? Andrew Wiggins is the most, I don't know, wasted talent. No, he's like, well, he's good. He's Ooh. not. Andrew Wiggins is the most wasted talent I've ever seen in my in my in my history of watching the NBA. Yeah, well, there it is. I I'm think I take Harrison Barnes over him. Just saying. Well, no, Harrison Barnes was not touted <laughs> like Andrew Wiggins was. Andrew <laughs> Wiggins was the Canadian LeBron James when he came out. Everyone's like, that's, "Oh my God!" They true. were giving him LeBron's pedestal, and he came into the league, and he's just coasted on his athleticism. I, I, and he gets the weird thing is when he focuses, he gets buckets, but. He only focuses like 5% of the time. I don't know. He's such a <laughs> weird no player. Focus. He makes me so mad. I bet they traded him for Kevin Love. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And at the time, I was like, yo, they're really doing this, man? They're going to trade Andrew Wiggins? It's Andrew Wiggins is going to be really right. good. He's not, dude. And that contract that they gave him, they gave him crazy max number contract. And that's going to be a problem for the Timberwolves for a long, a long the time. The owner was like, we got to meet first before I gave you all this money. Yeah, because he didn't believe in him for a good reason, and he still gave him the money. Yeah, I don't know. That's going to be a weird contract unless he gets his stuff That's together. Exactly what I would have done. Yeah. I would have balled out and impressed people. Make sure, hey, pay me max. Boom. I don't care what happens after that. Hit him with the Hassan Whiteside. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> the Hassan Whiteside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, I think that's pretty much wrapping it up. We're going to do, obviously, when the NBA draft lottery comes around, the NBA playoffs come around, we're going to do a lot more NBA stuff. But we haven't touched it all season, so we needed to get into the hot topics of the NBA. Does anybody have any parting words for the NBA thus far this season? I didn't. Giannis is not my MVP. Damn, how? Nice. Whoa, Giannis is the greatest player in the NBA at this moment. James Harden's my MVP, though. Yeah, James Harden's my MVP, hands down. And my rookie of the year is Trey Young. Trey Young surprised me. Trey Young surprised me. And I and I was on record in the podcast that were the post NBA draft podcast that the best player in this draft was Luka Doncic. And for the first half of the season, I was like, I knew it. I knew it, you suckers. What are you doing? Hawks I think are stupid. Still is Luka. I think he's still the best. No, no, no. I think, I think, I think is... Trey Young's hot right now, like the last couple of weeks, but no, the whole season. No, but I think he is too. I, I, I think, I think Luka is the, is the best player in this in the this rookie class. Although DeAndre Ayton, DeAndre Ayton is coming on pretty solid too. But this yeah. season, I think Luka deserves the uh, rookie of the year. But I thought for sure the Hawks lost that trade because I was not high on Trey Young at all. I was super high on Luka, which was right. I was not high on Trey Young, but he's proven me wrong. The dude is absolutely balling, and he's fun to watch. Holy crap, the dude's crazy. I still can't stand watching Trey Young at all. At oh, all. no, he's fun to watch, dude. I don't know. He's you... like Steph. Yeah, he's nuts, dude. <laughs> They're like the same player. Yeah, he's definitely fun to watch. Um, but anyway, that's the rookie class. Yeah. All right, all right. We'll see. I mean, I like. I mean, they're obviously not going to make the playoffs, but um, – Next year, they can put it all together. Once Vince Carter gets back into the starting lineup and he's 45 years old next year, um, it's going to be awesome to see for the Hawks. But anyway, all right, it's been a fun podcast, guys. We'll uh, catch you later on the next one when we go back into, I think, we're only 15 games left. I think right around 15, 20 games left in the season. So the NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and that's probably when we'll dive back into some NBA stuff. Barring any any crazy topics, whether like LeBron requests a trade or something, um that's probably Got next it. time <laughs> yeah i know it's not gonna happen but um all right so we'll catch you guys later thank you for listening uh be sure to follow us at the chunk pod or any of our socials you can get that at the thank you guys for jumping on with us and uh we'll see you next time Tip, tip cheerio bye